Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of my brand new podcast, Limitless with Nadia. This week we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine and creative producer, Miss Amanda Maddox. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm usually behind the camera, so I'm excited. Yes, Amanda is a very special part of the podcast team. She is usually behind the camera, making sure that everything is running so smoothly. But this week I'm super excited because this is basically gonna be an episode all about manifestation. I get so many questions from people all the time about, what is manifestation? How does it work? There's a lot of common myths and things that people believe that just aren't really true. So this episode is going to be all about clearing all of that out and really letting you guys know what is manifestation, what is it about, and how does it work, and how you can start actually using it to manifest the life of your dreams. So thank you very much for joining me today, Amanda. I'm so excited to dive into this with you. I'm so excited to learn about how to manifest my life to be even better. Yes, queen. That's literally what I spend my life doing is helping people achieve that result. So let's go ahead and get into it. I think a lot of people have that misconception that manifestation is just that simple. It's like you just talk about something until it happens. But talking about it is just one way of manifesting. Manifestation is really all about embodiment, you guys. It's really about the energy of being the thing that you want to experience. And that's something that honestly took me forever to get. But like speaking it into existence is one way of being it. So like I'll give you an example, right? So for me, I at the beginning of my manifestation journey, I really wanted to be like a badass businesswoman, CEO vibes, like counting my cash, you know, like all about my bag. That was like an identity that I really wanted for myself. Right. And I had to manifest it because like, I mean, people think manifestation just replies to like something that you want, but you're actually manifesting everything 24 seven. It's just about using it consciously and with intention. So for me, I was ready to be at a point in my life where I'm like, I am a badass businesswoman, girl boss energy. Like I really, like I said, wanted to secure my bag. Mm -hmm. So what I had to start doing was embodying the energy with my words. That was one way with my thoughts, with my actions and behaviors, with generally my energy. Right. And this is why I have, if you have not watched this TikTok or if you have not seen this TikTok trend, be delusional. That's literally the key is you have to fake it until you make it because at the beginning, it's not going to feel like it's real, right? Right. Even when you're speaking something into existence, it starts as like a, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire or I'm going to be, you know what I mean? It starts as something that's not real yet, but you just have to fake it until it feels real. So back to the story, when I really wanted to manifest myself being like a businesswoman, business owner, you know, girl boss, I had to act like I was already there before my 3D reality or like my actual circumstances reflected it. So that's the main thing that you need to understand first is the reason why speaking it into existence is a thing is because that's part of the energy that you are putting out. That's what you are becoming from the inside and you are creating that change on the outside, right? What did that look like for you if you're like, I'm gonna act like a boss before I'm actually a boss? Like, what did you do? I have a few tips and tricks and they're gonna sound really silly. I literally don't even care because all of it worked. And this is actually stuff that I teach my clients all the time. So the first thing that I started doing, so every single morning I get up and I go to Starbucks. That has always been a thing. I am literally addicted. It's a problem, but whatever, we're just going with it. No, same. Every morning I go to Starbucks, but like not for any particular reason. This is because for me, I like to get up, roll out of bed. I don't even do my skincare. I just get up and literally get straight into my car and drive to Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing and this is probably because I'm a Pisces, so delusion comes very naturally okay, to me. Okay, Pisces moon. You're Pisces sun, right? Pisces sun, yes. Oh my gosh, you're a Pisces moon, right? And connecting on that level. Oh my God, period. Okay, so this is gonna be so easy for you. Love it. Okay, so what I started doing was I literally got into my car and in, from the moment I stepped foot in my car to the moment I came back, I was in my mind, I'm playing a role. I'm literally acting. So I would literally get in my car and be like, okay, starting right now, almost like a timer. I am going to be a badass businesswoman, CEO, 
girl boss vibes and I'm gonna pretend that this is literally my reality. I'm gonna think all the thoughts, I'm gonna speak all the words, I'm gonna carry myself with like the posture of very like, so I gotta go home and count my cash, right? Like all of those little things. I would embody it in the moment just to train my body with the experience of what it would feel like if it was real, because that's the key. Energy does not lie. You can pretend, but the universe is like, I see what you're actually doing that does not count. So you have to actually fake it, but make it feel like it's real in the moment so that you can train your brain and your body with the emotions and the thought patterns of actually living in that reality. So I would think things like, oh, oh my God. And this is, by the way, you guys, I was dead broke. I had no money and I was actually in hella debt at the time. So my outer reality was seriously conflicting with the imaginary reality that I was constructing in my head. That's okay. Lean into the delusion. That's literally what you're supposed to do. Also, just so that everyone knows, obviously, Nadia has the podcast now, so... It worked. Manifested, period, Pooh, yes. So, um... I'm gonna teach you how you guys are gonna do the same exact thing. You're gonna put the craziest shit on your vision board and all of it is gonna come true. I will tell you, I made my first one last year and I manifested every single thing that was on it. We will definitely get into that one. But um, for the context of this car ride though, I would literally think thoughts like, oh, oh my God, I have so many meetings today. I'm just so busy. Oh, I have to go deposit all that cash into my bank account. I have to remember to do that. Or like, you know, driving like with my sunglasses on and literally driving my car as if I was whipping like a Range Rover or like my dream car and it was already there. Like I was literally creating the experience Mm -hmm. I mean, iconic, but it's also kind of funny because I was literally broke and I was like in debt. So it's like, you know, that's the point though, is that it has to feel delusional at first, lean into it, treat it like it's a game. So I started doing that literally every single morning on my drive. So it was like, I made a, a habit out of it and it was fun for me. I got to listen to my music, pretend I was that bitch, you know, like really just lean into it. You committed to the bit. Oh my God. I committed to the bit. I literally committed to the bit and look where it ended up. Until it came true. Until it came true. But the thing is people expect it to be like a major shift overnight it's literal micro shifts in your reality that over time start to compound into an entirely different life experience. So like, obviously it didn't happen overnight for me, but the more I kept embodying that energy, even on my low days, I would be like, okay, I'm not gonna let my low days define me. I'm still that bitch on the inside. Then eventually a few months later, now I'm at a point where every single thing I wanted to be, I literally am right here and right now. So manifestation is all about energetic embodiment. It's not about just speaking it into existence or just like saying those affirmations. It's about embodying the role. It's about being the girl that already has it. Same thing with lucky girl syndrome, right? I'm so lucky everything always happens in my favor. You're embodying that energy. You're speaking it, but you're also feeling like, yeah, everything literally does work in my favor. Um, Yeah, keep doing the thing until eventually it actually happens. Yes, I can do it that starts 100%. in here. Yes, I mean, Pisces moon is gonna be so easier for you. Literally all you have to do is live in the delusion that you're creating anyway, and just create it with more intention. I think that's so good for people like who have an idea of where they want their career path to go, but it's like hard to envision yourself mm -hmm. like doing certain things that seem really intimidating. Like if you wanna like be a creative director yes. and you don't see yourself being able to like mm -hmm actually direct a room of like 50 people but if you like you're saying like it's not like yes. you're gonna immediately make that jump it has to be like these little no. incremental steps until one day you find yourself in that room and it just feels natural yep Exactly. And it all starts with you believing that it's already in you. Mm -hmm. Because imagine if like you didn't believe that you could do it, but then you were faced with the opportunity to do it. What would happen? You would literally fumble the bag because you didn't believe that you could do it. Right. You have to be the first person who is convinced that you are supposed to be doing that. And that's why you have to create it as part of your identity first. Like, yeah, I am that girl. I know I can do it. I'm already there. And the reason why you're embodying the energy in this moment is because if like 
You manifest what you are doing, what you are being in the present moment. If in this present moment in time, you are thinking to yourself, eventually I'll be a girl boss, like later on, you're gonna keep manifesting the point in time where later on you're gonna be the girl boss. It's never gonna be here. So if you want your right here and right now to be that point in time that you're looking for, you have to be it right here and right now. And then eventually your outer reality will match. The thing about embodying the energy that I think throws a lot of people off is when they feel or see something in their physical reality that clashes with the vision they're creating, they believe the external instead of believing the internal. If you want to create the change, you really wanna manifest that new reality, Anything about your physical 3D circumstances that's not aligning with that, you gotta be like, that is not my vision, sorry. My vision is what's real and I'm gonna stick to that. So as an example, when I was wanting to be a girl boss, right? I would experience the moment of like, oh my God, how am I gonna pay my credit card bill this month? I would not lean into that. Oh my God, I'm literally poor right now, I have no money. I would be like, it's fine. I'm gonna pretend that I have the money to pay it. And like, this is not to say that you should be spending money that you don't have, right, but it's right. the energy of like, no, it's fine. Like it'll all work out, I'll be good. We don't condone overspending yes. your credit card. We condone having the confidence to believe that you will get there eventually. Period, exactly. Thanks for that disclaimer, because I don't want like anybody to go off and like run up their credit card bill because they're like, well, I heard I should do that on this podcast. Disclaimer, everyone, building your credit is important. Um, This is the question that I wanted to ask you because what you're saying about manifesting makes so mm -hmm. much sense. I want to know like, what do you think the relationship between like becoming really good at manifesting and like self-confidence is? Because it sounds like having that self-confidence is like the foundation that you need to believe that you can commit to the bit. So like if it's, you know, I'm like a very self-conscious person and sometimes I'm like in my career, like in relationships, I'm like, I don't know if I can take the leap and like make that jump into like something that's not in my comfort zone. So yeah, what do you think the relationship between like self-confidence and manifesting is? They are literally one and the same. I'm so glad you brought this up because this is something that I could talk about forever. And this is something that in my personal journey, it took me so long to understand, but like, you are the only thing that's in your way. Quite literally, you are the only thing that's in your way when you are trying to manifest something. You're the main character of your reality, you guys. This is your reality, you are the main character. If you don't believe that you can do it, nobody else will, okay? That's just a f the fact of the matter. Maybe some people will come across and be like, wow, you're really cool. But if you don't fundamentally believe it, if that's not something that's clicking for you, it literally does not matter because this is you as the main character. So the main thing that I think every woman, every person in general is like the, probably one of the most important lessons to learn is that you need to be your own personal cheerleader if you want good things to happen to you. There's a reason why it's called lucky girl syndrome. When you are lucky girls, when you have that, when you have lucky girl syndrome, it's because you put yourself on a pedestal. You're like, oh my God, I'm the universe's favorite. Everything always works out in my favor. I can handle everything that comes my way. Like there's a difference between arrogance and like being really confident about something. Okay, it's yes. not that you're going to be like, okay, you know what? I've never done this before and I'm literally going to be amazing at it and everyone can choke. Like that's not what this is. You need to be like, you know what? I have the ability to do it. It's innate in me. Even if I need to work at it a little bit or practice, I will get there. So even if I'm not amazing at it at first, I have the confidence in myself to know that I will get there eventually. But you're never stripping yourself of that power. Like something that's so important when I'm working with my clients, this is like the first thing when it comes to self-concept, watch the way you're talking about yourself. Are you constantly saying things like, oh, I don't know if I can, or like, you know, like that's gonna be really hard for me. 
why would you speak that into existence, girl? No, it's not going to be hard for you. It's going to be so, why would you say that about yourself? Like, it's not necessarily going to be super easy, but like, you can do it. Like, it'll be fine because the universe has your back and everything works out in your favor anyways. This is something that I made a TikTok about with my It Girl series. Stop apologizing for literally everything. Like, you know, those kind of people who are kind of, who are just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, to every five seconds to the most insignificant things. I do that a little bit. Like, I tend to like apologize as like a first response even if it's not something that was my fault and I feel like a lot of people do that like sorry 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 just saw this message sorry like um I'm running like two minutes late or something like that um have you always been like not that girl or did you shift at some point no the amount of work I had to do on myself you guys to actually reach the point where I don't do that anymore it takes so much self-awareness and like committing to the bit I was somebody who used to apologize profusely all the time I used to always feel like I had something to feel guilty for when you're carrying around that guilt it's because you feel like you always have something to be sorry for you're basically apologizing for your existence and if you want to come from a place of confidence and from a place of self-love like you have your own back you have to stop apologizing for things that are not bad like if you're running a couple minutes late you can be like be courteous obviously be like polite be like hey by the way like I'm sorry I know this might be pushing your schedule if it's little things like you know you accidentally bump somebody's elbow you oh my god I'm so sorry like it doesn't have to be like that you don't have to apologize like you could just be like oh oops like sorry just don't constantly feel like you have something to be sorry for my roommate is like so adamant about this um my roommate Olivia will not like if you're if she's walking down the sidewalk and there's like a man walking towards her instinctually she says like women will like or not not all women but like it's like a a thing that like is maybe put on like women or like feminine presenting people more in society of like oh let me like step out of the way let me be polite like if you're in like a work situation let me be super polite let me be apologetic so she just made it like a little goal in her head that she's not gonna like automatically like be the one to like rush and like step out of people's way automatically if they're walking towards her just like to kind of get rid of that stereotype a little bit and just like live life yeah. not in a rude way at all but just like not no being the it's person. not rude yeah that's like overly apologetic all the time exactly and you know what good for olivia i literally love that for her this is also something that i mentioned in the same exact tiktok about being the it girl don't be afraid to take space when you are always being the one to move to the side for somebody else you're apologizing for being in their way with your body language that's literally what you're doing you're like oh sorry let me get out of your way no you're walking you guys are walking in the same path you stay the straight line and you know don't overthink it don't be like oh shit I have to get it like whenever you feel the need to apologize for your existence you know you've lost the plot that's what I always say you've lost the plot take a step back and ask yourself how you can start to be more of your cheerleader if you're one of those people who is such a good friend to other people and you are everyone's like personal cheerleader like you you have a lot of love for everybody else um, but you have a hard time applying it to yourself ask yourself if you were one of your friends how would you treat yourself like you have to start applying that to you just the way you do for everybody else like if somebody were to talk shit to your best friend would you sit there and let them take it no you wouldn't and you wouldn't agree with it either so how come when somebody else talks down on you you're like you you believe it and you agree with it no that's something for me personally I had to start auditing with myself whenever something somebody would say something negative about me I would believe it and I would be like oh my god that's true and that makes me feel like shit about myself but when you realize that you deserve the same level of love and support and confidence that you give to everybody else you'll start to be like actually that's so not true because I know exactly who I am I'm my own personal cheerleader and you can't tell me anything it's gonna feel like you're being a little bit stuck up at the beginning because it's such a stark contrast to what you've been used to doing your whole life commit to the bit commit to the commit bit commit to the bit if it's not just speaking things into existence 
manifesting. I know like I said before about like making vision boards. I know a couple people that do that like at the beginning of the year or at the beginning of a month and like make cutouts of what they want and put it on a vision board. I'm somebody who likes to journal stuff. I don't typically journal like goals though. I talk about like what happened in the day. So I don't know, should I start like just talking about what I want to happen too? Like tell me all the tips. This is so perfect. Like the way you're phrasing these questions just makes it so easy for me to answer. Okay, here's the thing. When it comes to vision boarding or what you're talking about is like journaling or scripting, what you're doing is rather than leave the future outcome to whatever and being kind of taking a passenger seat and letting whatever happens happen. You are claiming a certain future as your future. You're always like one step ahead because you're like, I'm not just gonna see what the future holds. I'm gonna claim what the future holds and I'm gonna hold myself to that vision until it's here. So with a vision board, right? I make my yearly vision boards too now. Like I said, everything I put on my vision board from last year literally came true and you know why? It's because I had a set like list of goals that were represented by visual, like a photo and I built momentum towards those goals because I would look at it and I would be like, that's what's happening for me. That is literally what my future is. That's what I'm manifesting. That's what's on its way to me. I saw part of Nadia's vision mm -hmm. board and having a podcast was on it from last year. So <laughs> it works. No, literally. Like, I think we should maybe do an episode of me talking about literally every single thing I manifested because some of these things are like, you wouldn't even believe it how down to the T it was from what I asked for to what I got. Um, and if you're not on that side of TikTok yet, a really specific one. I have to pick my favorite. Okay, so this like last year was really all about securing my bag, like because I was in such a broke place that I was like, you know what? I really wanna create financial abundance for myself. I really wanna feel like I'm well off. I wanna be able to take care of whoever, like my family, people I love, myself. I went on Google for my vision board last year and I looked up bank statements or like, you know, when you pull up your mobile banking account, it shows you the numbers in your yeah, accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked a random one um, that had like, like tens of thousands of dollars in some of the, like, um, like the num those were the numbers, the numerical values on the accounts. And I literally just put it on there and then forgot about it. And then every time I would see it, I would be like, oh my God, like the thing is, cause you're pairing it with a visual representation. So you're training your subconscious mind with that visual. I hit every single income goal that was on that thing. Let me tell you something. These were numbers that I had no way of seeing how the hell it was going to happen. I had no how. The how was not there. This was at a point like before my career actually took off, before I landed any career in social media, before I started working as a coach and like getting my clients, like before my bag had even been close to being secured, I was like, I'm gonna put this number on here because this is what I wanna see. And this feels like a pretty reasonable step up from what I'm doing now. I mean, by reasonable, I mean like it felt like a huge jump, but I was like, I'm gonna trust that this is all gonna work out. What do I have to lose? really what do I have to lose like okay if I get to the end of the year and I don't get it like whatever it's fine like so that's probably one of the craziest that I'm just like I can't believe that happened so I'm living proof you guys be delusional even if you can't see a how it doesn't matter universe has the how already worked out the only thing you need to worry about is is this something that I really want do you want to secure your bag yeah you do wait that's Put so it true on the vision board, when you babe. are in your early 20s like us and you're coming from a place of broke as we all do um <laughs> as most of us do um there's nothing to lose by just visualizing your goals, even if they're super, super ambitious yeah. and then incrementally they can happen. Okay, well, if I'm like a visual slash like I like to see writing on paper, if I'm a list person. Yes. What do you think? Everyone has different ways of connecting to their manifestations. Some people it's visuals. I think everybody should have a vision board regardless. But if you're somebody who really likes to journal and you really connect with the words while you're writing, yeah. not everybody has that. Some people do. Then you need to start leaning into scripting, which is basically like a vision board where you're like predicting the future or claiming the future ahead of time, but you're writing it out. Like this is what I used to do when I would do my scripting is I would get out my manifestation journal 
now and I would write the date as if it were like I would post date it like a couple months into the future and I would write a letter to the universe I would be like dear universe I am so excited that I have all my manifestations like I would pretend like I was already there and what is that doing that's energetic embodiment you are training your brain and your body with the reality of the thing that you want to experience like I would write things down in my journal of like oh my god universe I'm so excited that I landed my dream career in social media I get to work four hours a day I get to make like six figures a year I get to you know speaking all of that into existence right and literally talking about it not as if it's something that's going to happen in a future point in time but literally as if it's happening right now like it's you're already there and it's almost like you're looking at it in the past like it's a memory so that's hardwiring the like the neural pathways in your brain of like it's already happened now your subconscious is like bet now we're actually gonna make it happen universe is like bet now it's time to actually make it happen and then you're on the right track to getting into alignment so that's the main thing is you want to script out and there's like lots of different ways to do this I told you the one that's my favorite of like thank you and like I would write all that stuff out and I'd be like thank you so much in advance universe I'm so excited and so grateful to receive all of these blessings and then I would sign my name at the bottom like a legal contract like this is a legal contract between me and the universe I'm writing all these things down but like there's a legal obligation universe has to fulfill it like there's no other option lucky girl syndrome you guys this is literally how it works no it makes sense that like there is that connection between your brain and your body where if your brain thinks that something is true, then your body automatically mm -hmm. starts reacting that way too. I'm just thinking of like when you smell food before you start eating it. And I know that like your brain yes. already knows it starts the, <laughs> the digestive process. That has to be similar for like Literally. if you're writing something down as if it's already happening. Exactly. And that's the thing. You're like removing the resistance between your brain and that reality that you want. Because think about it. Can you like this is something that I talk about with my coaching clients all the time too is when we're in a session and we're talking about a reality that they're manifesting and they're like, oh, but that just feels so unrealistic and that's just never going to happen. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa slow down because when you talk about it like that and you're affirming that it's not a realistic plausibility you're never going to believe that it's real and if you can't believe that it's real at least in some other dimension of reality you can't manifest it because that's like your biggest blockage at least you have to be open to the possibility that it could happen but bonus points if you actually convince yourself that it there it's already happening you're already there and then your brain is like amazing that's the thing you've heard of the law of attraction right you've heard of the law of assumption tell me the law of assumption again just in case so the law of assumption is that your beliefs or the things that you expect to be true without needing any proof they manifest that becomes your reality law of attraction is that the emotions that you feel which are a, a form of energy and motion you attract circumstances people events of the same vibration okay have you ever noticed that when you wake up in the morning and you're just in a shit mood everything that could go wrong does end up going wrong you notice that like 100%. everything is just like that's because when you woke up that morning your emotional energy that you were sending out into the universe was very low vibrational it was like ugh, negative pessimistic probably thinking about oh my god my coffee tastes like shit you know like it's like on a constant perpetual cycle of everything sucks you start attracting situations like oh my god i'm having the worst day i felt like horrible when i woke up and now i have a flat tire and now i'm about to get fired from my job like you know all of these things start building up and it's because the energy you're putting out you're attracting the same exact vibration so that's the law of attraction. Law of assumption is the things that you are believing and reaffirming to be true about your reality, those end up happening, right? So this, when it comes to your subconscious programming, it's like, okay, what are the thoughts that you typically have on repeat? This is a common misconception. People think, okay, law of assumption, that means every single thought that I think ends up manifesting. Like, oh my God, I have intrusive thoughts of like, what if my whole family died tomorrow? Like, you know, that's not it. I truly, Nadia, mm -hmm. have an anxiety that I've always had where I'm like, oh my God, if I like, think that something bad is going to happen if I like have a bad feeling about it and it's like stuck in my mm -hmm. head then maybe it's actually going to mm -hmm. happen in real life but it's always in like an anxious context it's not usually in like a positive yes. context how do I get rid of that 
So here's the thing. Number one, you want to eliminate the fear that every single anxious thought is going to manifest because here's the rule, the golden rule. And it took me so long to learn this. And that's why I was always like, every single thought I'm going to like anxious thought is going to manifest because I also had really bad anxiety is you have to think of it like this. There's the 5149 rule. Okay. Not every single thought manifests. Your most dominant thoughts manifest. Okay. So for example, if you were to have a hundred thoughts in one day, if 51% of them are the anxious, the same anxious thought over and over, then bad news, friend, you're on track to manifesting that. But if it's like two out of 100 thoughts, 10 out of 100 thoughts, even 20 out of 100 thoughts, it's different, right? So it's only your most dominant thoughts that end up manifesting. It's the ones that you repeatedly, habitually think about over and over. So it's like, usually these are the, the ones that are like more on the neutral level. I mean, it depends on where you're at emotionally and mentally, but like if you're generally somebody who constantly affirms to yourself, I'm never gonna land the right job. It's just never gonna happen for me, right? And that's your fundamental belief that you expect to be true without needing proof that's what's gonna manifest, right? Versus if you were to start thinking, I'm gonna land my dream job, it's going to happen, it's inevitable. And you were to start thinking that at least 51% of the time, that's what's gonna manifest. So the thing is with the anxious thoughts, just recognize in the moment, no, just because I thought this anxious thought does not mean that it's gonna manifest. You always have the uh, opportunity to shift gears and be like, you know what? That thought is just not serving me right now. I know it's not gonna manifest. So you're kind of removing the emotional reaction to, oh my God, it's gonna manifest. So take that away. No, it's not gonna manifest unless you stick with it. And once you realize that this is not a thought that you wanna manifest, just switch gears. Like, okay, that's not helping me right now. It's not gonna really do much of anything. Sometimes anxiety is very tricky because like your brain is literally trying to trick you into believing that there's danger when there may not be any danger. It literally is a choice. And that's the thing is the magic happens when you realize that you don't have to identify with every thought that feels uncomfortable. You are the observer behind the thought. So if you see a thought happening in your headspace and it doesn't feel good, you have every opportunity to be like, I actually don't fuck with that thought. I'm gonna move to something else. So it's like, there needs to be like a disengagement. Like you have to be like, okay, wait, let me become aware of the thoughts that I'm thinking. And let me become aware of the fact that I don't have to believe them if I don't want to. If they don't resonate with me and they don't make me feel good, I don't have to believe them. I can choose one that feels better. Like what a great time to sit and read my book or listen to my music or do whatever, right? This is relaxation time. Okay, I have one more question that you just made me think of that I really want to ask you about yeah. manifesting because this is a huge okay. problem that I have like my whole life and I think it has to do with anxiety. I think they're tied into each other. But where does like perfectionism and being a perfectionist in an anxious way tie into manifesting? Because I just heard this saying on a podcast one time and it stuck with me of like perfectionism leads to procrastination leads to paralysis. And I think that's so true. Like if you are so worried about doing things like perfectly every time, I end up sometimes like not doing it at all. And what you're saying is like, it's so much better if everything is like just incremental. Um, but I don't know, like, where do you think that plays into manifesting? The problem with the perfectionist mindset is that you are constantly, number one, you're doing everything with the motivation or the underlying reason of it needs to be a certain way. You are attached to a certain outcome. That is a problem. When you're manifesting, if you want it to be a good experience, a good thing, you have to practice what's called the law of detachment of, I don't really care what the outcome is. I don't care how it ends up. I know it's gonna end up exactly fine, right? Lucky girl syndrome. Everything always works out in my favor. The second thing that you wanna ask yourself is, okay, am I enjoying this process? 
Like, how can I start to enjoy this? Like, how can I really put myself in this task, but not for the sake of, okay, I'm doing this because I'm expecting a certain outcome. I'm doing this because I want to enjoy the process. This is especially true if you are a creative. If you do creative work for a living, there will always be the illusion of perfection, but perfection does not exist. Thank you. And that, and people need to hear that and I need to hear that. Yes, yes. Because I struggled with the same thing and I still sometimes do where like I am holding myself to a standard of perfection that makes the whole process really painful. Like you're not enjoying it anymore because the whole time you're doing it, you're expecting it to come out a certain way. And when you're looking at it and it's not happening that way, you get frustrated, you get resentful. I don't even want to touch it anymore. Procrastination. Oh my God, I haven't touched it in a while. You know, I, sh I shouldn't touch it for a while. Paralysis. That's literally how it ends up. But yeah, that's the main thing is like, you need to pay attention to when you are having a certain expectation. Your focus needs to be on enjoying the creative process and being in alignment when you're doing it. Because when you're enjoying the process and you're in that state of alignment, your work is gonna be perfect. Maybe not the standard of perfection that you think it is. I mean, as long as you're enjoying the process, you're doing what you need to be doing. Like it's all gonna work out. Okay, well, I'm gonna start committing to the bit until the bit becomes reality. Commit to the bit, Amanda. Yes, oh my God, I love this for you. You have to keep me posting because this is the kind of thing where you're going to start to see little changes happening here and there. But even when you don't see the changes, commit to the bit because as long as you stay consistent in here and in here in your brain and your body, the external has no choice but to change. It is literally inevitable. It's just up to you to stick to that vision. Absolutely. I'm excited, honestly. It is so, so true and everyone needs to start following it because that's what's going to get you results, my besties. So there you have it, you guys. This was the basically Manifestation 101 episode to kind of debunk all of the myths around manifestation and just kind of give you an introduction to what this stuff actually means. Every week on the podcast, like I said last week, we are gonna be doing a limitless challenge of the week. Amanda, I think we know what this week's limitless challenge of the week should be. I think it's clear what it has to be. If I'm reading your mind right now. Read my mind. Is it commit to the bit? Period poo. You're committing to the bit this week, you guys. Last week was all about, you know what? You need to figure out what the hell your vision even is without the restrictions of what's realistic or what's possible. Be delusional. Who are you and what is your uh, most ideal future? And how can you commit to the bit this week? How can you start acting like this is already your reality on a regular daily basis? And how can you have fun with it? I know how I'm going to commit to the bit this week and have fun with it. I'm going to be like OG Nadia pre-podcast. I'm going to wake up every morning and drive to Starbucks as the producer that I dream to be. What was your Starbucks order like back in the day? I go through these phases where if I like, I'll come up with an order like myself. And if I like it, I will become obsessed with it for like two months until I literally wake up one day and I'm like, I hate this. So what it was for a long while was double or triple iced espresso shot with one pump of white chocolate mocha, pumpkin uh, cream cold foam, and um, some cinnamon. Like the number of people I put onto this was like actually insane. Like I had people literally going to Starbucks all the time and then sending me screenshots and they're like, oh my God, this is fire. Lots of sugar, would not recommend doing that every day, but you know what? I'm here for a good time. But yes, that's what my order was. That's what you should try out. Wow, thank you so much. I have so much to take with me in the next seven days. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I hope you found this episode very helpful and informative. And don't forget to join us next week on next week's episode. Make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Music, Spotify, and also don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor Bedtime YouTube channel where you will find the video version of this podcast. One last thing, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok to keep up with all the manifestation shenanigans. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Shh.